Uh, my voice is coming there. Okay. Yes. What episode are we on? 69, buddy. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Is this a very special edition of Booty Board? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to play the intro music. Uh, Grace Moments of X. Big titles. Okay, cool. What'd you get? What is it? Hey, what's up? What are you? Oh, Six Mile Bridge. That's a good way to start a podcast. <laughs> How's your week been? Well, here's my beer. I thought fucking Ryan had a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> nope. Hello. It's just the lollipop. Caleb, did you know about this shit? What's that? The little Indian with the star on the lollipops. What about him? Do you did you know about him when we were kids that you could take him in and get like a free lollipop? I mean, I think I remember something like that, but I don't. I think I ever got one because I'm hilariously unlucky. Okay. Did you go get yourself a free lollipop? Well, I just opened it. I can't really go and get one right now. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, hang on to it. I was calling my supplier. Yeah. Gotta do that. Nope. Nope. What? Hi, how's everybody doing? Ben, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, are we starting? <laughs> it, it, had a, it had a star with it, too. Does that mean anything? Ben's not in cast anymore. Uh, hey, Ben, you're not in cast anymore. He's... Where to go, dude? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, Zingo's professionals. They <laughs> uh, were boy. always professional. We stay professionals. Pre professionals is the best. Pre- <laughs> we were almost professionals, but we're not quite professionals. Post professional. Okay. Come in. Next joke. Professional. <laughs> ben comes back and makes a bad version of the joke, and then acts like the joke was bad. It was. You're bad. You fell out of cast, and I don't know why. How's everybody's week been? Uh, been right. for you, it's the last seven days. Yeah, it's been fine. Uh, oh, pretty God, pretty chill we weekend. And I've, uh, my new schedule of trying to find things to do, trying to make myself busy with work, is has been kind of fun. Not yeah, working until yeah. 3 a.m. has been fucking phenomenal. I've Sounds like it. I've loved that very much. Yeah, you beat a game in like three days. Mm, How's that I feel? Sure did. It felt great. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first game I bought since probably before summer, and uh, yeah, I was just I just sort of handled it. Just mainline that shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I was about you were three, like going through end of, night. Yeah, for, you were going through like end game shit the other day in the party, and you were like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And I was like, "Cool, I need to." Yeah, dude. That the last uh, hour of that game is incredible. So yeah, there is no whole game. There is no new game plus mode. I don't know, actually. Is there? Okay, I don't. I don't know. You. I just saw you mentioned something right, in a Discord. Indicate. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it, I, uh, that seems like a big miss for that game, especially after the success of New Game Plus with 
It's got to tell you, it'd be a very short game. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be something. Okay, it doesn't have it. That, but I've seen devs like supply that later. We're talking yeah. about Jedi Fallen Order for you listeners and readers yeah, I mean, and viewers. They added Game Plus to God of War. It wasn't right. initially. Right. But so I, I'm not saying it wouldn't games, come. Uh, I'll talk about the game for a minute. Uh, it's not very long, and it's not very big, and the way they make it longer. It's episode 69. This is episode 69, so let's just throw that out there real quick. So yeah, welcome, to boo. welcome to Booty Boy. Strap in, if you will. Um, or on. Strap on. So strap on, everybody. Uh, uh, change the music at the very beginning? <laughs> so. I'm here. This is going to go off the rails real quick. Yeah, it's going to be Seinfeld music. The only reason that <laughs> that game is 20 hours long is because you have to revisit locations. So if you've got New Game Plus and the whole map was unlocked to you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to go fast. So. Oh, yeah, just don't unlock the whole map. Make you do everything again. Well, what's the whole game plus is like double jumping, and the reason the map's locked is because you can't double jump. So okay, yeah, I was gonna say because like the Arkham games, they didn't, you couldn't go to the areas that were unlocked until you got to the story beats in New Game Plus. So this is actually gated based on character movement. Sometimes, but it'll tell you to go back because you got to go back to the temple because you have a piece that you can use now. But anyway, yeah, makes sense. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but I loved it. It's it was it felt like a smaller scope game, but I loved it, and that's that's fine. It doesn't have was, to be, it doesn't have to be Skyrim. You know, it was a little. Was the story tight? Yeah. And yeah, tight worthy of worry, <laughs> worthy of worthy of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I felt. I don't know if you guys are. I mean, nobody's played any of the old. Jedi games often enough or recent enough to have any memory of it, but the old okay. Jedi Outcast games. Okay. Remember how Star Warsy those felt? Totally. In it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Definitely felt like somebody wanted to call this Jedi Outcast, and they yep. could have. But since it's such a long dead franchise, they didn't. You got it. Oh sure. Because sure. everybody who knows the story of the game, which if you've watched the trailer, you have, you are a Jedi Outcast. They could have called it Jedi Outcast. But yeah. Yeah. What if yeah. the next one's Star Wars Jedi Outcast? That, that's, yeah, that's what people are doing these days. Just like Call would, of Duty, right? That would be great. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down. Kyle Katarn shows up. That doesn't just, make any sense. Just take off. Uh, the, just take off the number four. Huh? Yes. Well, yes. Well, that was Modern Warfare is like a soft reboot, but yes. What do you guys think about the fucking fact that Respawn's made four games and they're all eighty-five pluses on Metacritic? Yeah. Yeah, they're. Yeah. I mean. That's uh, that's a good studio head, if I had to think. If I had yeah, to, you know, it's I saw uh, another thing that was like since 2015, IGN's only given four nines to EA games, and it's Titanfall, two Apex, and Star Wars, and then Battlefield One. Hmm. And three of those are the same studio, and it's a studio that doesn't use the Frostbite engine. Hey, EA, fucking pay attention. Yeah, you get your head well. out your ass. Apex uses the Source engine, which is 15 years old. Yeah, it's insane. But, uh, but apparently, allows you to keep iterating. I mean, it's a very good it's also, engine. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. an amazing engine. Yeah, so. it's the engine that ran Team Fortress, and Team Fortress still runs well today. Yep. So still looks still looks good. If you want 200 frames a second, just go with the 15 year old engine. <laughs> <laughs> what all else fails, go with what you know. Yeah, exactly. Go with what Shit. you know. Speaking of Source. Can we jump into that? Because that's kind of newsworthy. 
Well, we got to ask everybody else how their week's been. But yes, no. you can. We can do that, Eric. It's the first time that you've been on the podcast in a minute. Regale us with the tales of the great Eric. I don't remember the last time I was on. Now you jumped into the middle of an episode um, for was that two weeks ago? Yes, yes. A lot of shit. I mean, shit. Work is still crazy. Um, We still have yet to backfill the person who left. We did find out though the person that left said they were going to like a holistic, like health practice. And in reality, they went to a competitor. So I'm not really sure how that's going to work out because, like, they la- their last day happened, and then um, the next day they updated their LinkedIn profile as project manager, insert competitor t- name, <laughs> and we're all kind of like some non-comp clauses that might be. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works overseas. Like, if I were to do that, I would get in deep shit. Um, but non-comp clauses, if you've ever had to fight one, or re- which I have, are really hard to really hard to uphold in right to work states uh like texas so uh because it's basically saying you're not allowed to work and it's like well you can't do that um sure so it's you know it's it's they're weird weird things um other than that it's been all consuming with the rebrand of my twitch channel um congrats on that thank you that it is it is you would think that building everything from scratch it's it's a daunting it's a daunting thing because once you get into it and I've done it twice now um, there's so many things that people you know take for granted is you know watching a stream like the shit that goes onto it and I don't have teams of people like Doc or one of the big streamers or you know and you know this Ben because you've built them there's a lot of shit from logo generation to then concepting to then you know, laying out the graphics and then laying out the animations for the, I mean, I did everything, all new alerts, all new sounds. Um, you know, luckily, uh, landed myself, an affiliate ship partnership with nerd or die. Um, so that was awesome. Um, so that hand, that helped out a lot because they, uh, they were instrumental in some of the new alert packages. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. So, uh, yeah, other than that, it's been all borderlands and all call of duty. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I played Call of Duty with you guys a couple days ago. Yep. Uh, you stream? No, I streamed the night of your your rebrand launch. Yeah. I streamed with you for that. That was fun yep. for the yep. first hour, and then the last thirty minutes we were all fucking pissed because that's how Call of Duty goes. That is how that goes. <laughs> I think we switched to hardcore, and then it got better. Uh, yeah, we were playing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. like hardcore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the night bullshit. where we played, and we all it was like an hour and a half of straight of just getting fucked over, mm-hmm. and like before the next game started, Pete. I looked at the list and I was like, we're missing people. And I opened the party and like half the people were already in other games. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like an unspoken universal truth that we were all just like, fuck it, we're done. Like two yeah. people were in Rocket League, somebody was in Borderlands, like it was just over with. Yeah, I had already I had quit the game and You'd already loaded up your fucking character, dude. Yep, I was already I was already in san- I was already in Sanctuary um and going. Uh it was yeah. it was nuts. Yeah, uh, Ryan, how's your week been, man? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot other than moving off of Twitch to Mixer. Um, how's that been? It's been pretty good. Um, I like the the new layouts. The the dashboard's pretty cool. Like the analytics you can get. Is it plugging OBS like pretty that. good? Yeah, you just switch. You all you have to do is log into Mixer instead of Twitch on OBS. And yeah. I got my stream key now, so. In your stream. You don't even have to. You shouldn't even have to do that. You should just authenticate your account and just go. Yeah. I had to have a stream key to use my camera. 
Yeah. They have, they have a yeah, they oh. Block. Yeah, you oh, that's right. Get, yeah, yeah. Like you have to wait 24 <laughs> hours to use your camera. And that's, that's when they give you the stream key. That's actually not a terrible Yeah. No, terrible it's not thing. A bad idea at all. I don't <laughs> know what they authenticate nice. though. They're like, yeah, 24 hours and you can use your camera. It's like, well, it's a it's okay, a bot, but it's a bot deterrent. It's a yeah, bot it's a bot deterrent. It's from people like building building spam accounts to like play bullshit. Yeah, I mean, That's if 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 you look at either of our, you know, sure, well, actually, mine doesn't have any at all in it. That's Twitch is. Oh, what? Neither does yours. Twitch is actually doing the job. Twitch is cleaning up. Maybe weird. I'm done. Yeah. Bye. I'm out. Other than that, I'm on. I'm on that. I'm on that grind of getting my followers back. I don't think they really have an affiliate program. I haven't looked into that whole. Yeah. They, they do. do. They do. I looked into it. It's not. It's not very different from Twitch. Um, oh, okay. It's not very different. Yeah, I, I looked into it a while ago, so it's been a few months. Um, yeah, I'll have I to pull in. it up and figure it out. But yeah, they've got it. They've got it stepped out for you, so you know what to do. Yeah. So that's about it. Honestly, not doing. Tell us about doing it. a whole lot. Oh yeah, my week's been <laughs> fucking fun. So. All being said, like, the weekend, fine. Uh, and, like, the beginning of the week, fine. The last two days have been kind of dog shit. So, uh, yesterday, uh, my grandma came over, and we were barbecuing. And while my grandma and I are sitting outside, and Charlie's giving, or Amanda's giving Charlie a bath. Charlie was not giving Amanda a bath. That'd be weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's strange. Um, we heard this. We had the side door open, so you can hear. Um, and, like... We heard this crash, this loud crash, and, like, things shattering, and I was like, oh, shit. So we both, like, sprung up, ran inside, and in my bathroom, we have this floating, um, vanity, so it's not attached to the floor, it's attached to the wall, and Amanda had briefly sat on it to do something, and the whole thing fell off the wall. Oh, no. Um, luckily, it did not take the bolt moorings or any of the tile with it. It was just the frame from the from the cabinet. And luckily, the cabinet held up, so the sink didn't hit anything and break. So literally, nothing broke but the the particle board, like on the back of the cabinet, which is why it was particle board. It's weird. Um, so that was a thing. Uh, we got that fixed. It's not fixed. We got that like set up and taken care of relatively quickly with the people that we bought our house from were super cool and uh, they connected us with the people that they used to install the vanity and that guy came by today while I was home and then came back while Amanda was here to pick it up. So they took the sink off and it's sitting against the wall behind me. You can see it. Right there. There it is. Um, they took the sink Ladies and gentlemen, bounty board where we talk about everything and the kitchen sink. Hey, uh, man, that's, that was good. Um, so they took that off and then took the cabinet, and they're going to have their carpenters rebuild the back with real wood, not plywood and particle board. Good. And they're going to bring it back, and they said they'd fix it for like, a couple hundred bucks. And then, hmm, it's been a day, guys. I made this car this morning. We were supposed to take it to the auto shop to get its 75,000-mile checkup. Went to turn it on. Wouldn't turn on. Except... It wasn't not turning over. It was turning over. It was sputtering. So hooking up the hooking up battery didn't do anything because everything else was fine. The steering column engaged. The transmission was shiftable. The, everything worked, um, and it was turning. But it was doing this like pup pup pup, <clears throat> and your boy got distracted while trying to tell Amanda what was going on, and flooded the fucking engine. 
And so we called the auto shop, and they were like, hey, uh, we have a tow service we use. They can pick it up, and they'll just add it to the bill, and we'll get it all taken care of. All right, fine. Had to wait an hour for them to come out. They picked it up. They took it off. Then went into work and met some of the corporate bigwigs in the area, which was stressful. And then... District district and regional, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Amanda texts me that they need new spark plugs for the car, and the engine was flooded, and they have to order some parts. And it's going to be about $1,200. Wow. So... Oh, are are there replacing seals in the engine? They must have taken the engine apart. Yeah, so they said they had to, like, drain the engine to see what actually needed to be fixed. Mm Because it was flooded. (laughs) God, how... how Flooded with what? Yeah, 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 how do you flood an engine? How old is this car? Also, also, I didn't speak to them. Okay. They spoke to Amanda, and she relayed some stuff to me. So I'm not speaking from a completely... Flooding goes away as soon as your car turns on, because it starts burning it. Yeah, Unless your spark you can, plugs are shit, then it's putting in more gas. Than, than yeah, you can burning. let it sit and for a while, and you should be able to start it back up. Yeah, she said it has to change spark plugs and do a fuel systems check because the engine was flooded, and then they have scheduled maintenance on top of that. Basically, a thousand for everything. So, yeah. how about you get that picked up and brought back to your house? I've worked with these guys for like four years. They're super, super honest. It will come down if the, there's not stuff that needs to be done. But, I think what Ryan was saying is, is you get these two guys up here who know pretty their way around a car pretty well. Yeah, and it's, spark plugs are probably... And it sounds like even I know how to change a spark plug. <laughs> if they're rebuilding the top to end... Lewis and, if they're rebuilding the top end, yeah, go, okay, sure, take it. Yeah. Take it for it. But it doesn't sound like they're rebuilding the top end. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. I can get my anyway. transmission replaced for two grand, if that puts it in perspective. <laughs> in what car? In my car, in my Subaru. <laughs> Yeah. Jeez, already? I, yeah, I can have my no, transmission. No, no. Well, I, I said you can. I can get mine. I can get mine replaced for two grand, and a flooding issue shouldn't cost twelve hundred. But anyway, yeah. All right. well, we don't. But I don't know what was wrong with it. The, I don't know what was wrong with it in the first place, and that may lead to more things. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk that's about been, that. We'll that's talk been about the that. Last like twelve hours. We can talk about that off air. Offline, because that's not about games. But Ben was so was anxious to talk about some. That I don't know what the source is, that of these. That shop is playing a game, by the way. But what? That shop is playing a game with you, but you said we're not I talking s- about. I it. seriously doubt it. But um, speaking of not knowing where the source of my issues are, Ben, you wanted to bring up something that was related to source. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Nothing ruins a segue like calling out the fact that it was a segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So source dropped an image the other day that was their. Sorry, Valve. Valve. Dropped yeah. an image that was the Valve logo, and then it was Valve VR, and then the Half-Life logo. So the internet rightly exploded, and uh, we learned that tomorrow they're going to un- uh, unveil it, because this was the announcement. They're going to unveil, uh, what's it called, Half-Life colon Alex. So Alex is the, the female lead in, yep. the, in the game, for those two of you that have never played it. And that's all we know. And uh, their comments are suspecting it's a prequel, but I think, you know, with clever naming conventions, this could be a sequel. This could be Half-Life Episode 3. Or just could. Half-Life. Or Half-Life could, 3. Could be. Or it could be... One of the industry's biggest kept secrets. This industry's not very good at keeping secrets. Yeah, that would be unbelievable. 
Unless it is just an announcement, and they're going to show a little pre-rendered something or other, or a quick live uh, live in-game demo, and just to announce, that, all right, we're going to start working on it. So this could be a Half-Life 3 announcement. but No, it's Half-Life Alex. Uh-huh. Which is a VR game. Uh-huh. And they're launching it because they're launching the Valve uh, so why can't this Index. be Half-Life 3? Huh? Why none of those things are saying aren't reasons it can't be Half-Life 3. That's it's a yeah. VR game. Uh-huh. You want to play a 40-hour VR game? Yes. Half-Life's not 40 hours, but yes, I do. <laughs> Ugh. But if you want to get I'm, I'm, buy VR, yeah, I'm I'm still waiting for the v, the the killer app that that right. entices me to say, "Okay, we're going to go upgrade the graphics card." We're going to put some shit in here. We're going to rearrange my entire office with a green screen wall mm. and the proper lighting. And we're going to dive in and there Hold we on. go. So you think it would be a safe play for one of the most anticipated games in the fucking world to announce and require most people who want to play it to spend five or $600 to be able to play it? No. Yes. I, I, yeah. Why not? It's not Half-Life 3, y'all. Half-Life 3 is going to be a game that can play on consoles. Ah. It's it's Half Life Alex. It's going to be a VR experience. They may tease Half Life Three, but or it's a, or it's or it's a to, to Ben's point when you were away. This industry is not going to take keeping secrets, and it's a total head fake. Yeah, that would be funny. That would be funny as shit. And they're like, actually, Left for Dead Three. <laughs> <laughs> actually, guys, it's not Half Life at all. The letters just kind of morph into Left for Dead. <laughs> Such a fucking... that would be unbelievable, uh, unbelievably so bad troll. Unbelievably bad so troll. Good. It'd be so good, though. I would be so happy. I'm hoping it's it's just as much as one of the episodes, like Half Life Two, Episode One or Two. They said no. Episode Three for that was supposed to come out like a year after Episode Two. So yep. yeah, but it's dead in the water, especially when they said a few years ago that they're not going to make single player games anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So Zing. I, I just think VR is where it needs to be. There's, yeah. I, it, I, I think. Eric, if you looked, you the killer apps out there already. You yeah, haven't seen it. Yet. There are killer apps. There aren't right. killer apps that entice me to make the purchase yet. I, I, I don't I disagree with that. I challenge you that that app is actually there. If you had somebody like Odin guide you through it. Yeah, no, but the apps that I've seen are like Space Sims and you know things mm-hmm. that that I'm not going to sit down. If, I, if the killer app for me is a real VR combat experience. In a modern warfare theater, isn't, that um, that isn't that is fluid and smooth, and we'll see. You know, it's Ubisoft's not. They're a plat- uh, action game, aren't they? It's Ooh. VR. Ubisoft. I think so. I can't remember the title of it. Yeah, it's like the had the the, the anthropomorphic like the people looking robots, and there was like a dead one on the ground. They showed a whole demo. Yeah. For it. Was it Naughty Dog or something like that? Maybe. I don't remember who. It, maybe it was. No idea what this is. Oh, yeah, it was Naughty Dog. You're right. Um, what the hell was... What the hell was the name of it? Insomniac? Insomniac, yes. There we go. We'll get we'll get there eventually. We only talk about games, uh, you know, all day, every day. Stormland. Shit. Um, Zing brings up a good, an interesting point. You know, Half-Life 3, it would be an interesting light launch console for... Launch title for the next consoles, but, yeah. you know, that's a... Super long shot. Oh, the other thing that happened was BlizzCon, what, since I've been on the podcast since then. and Oh, shit. Yeah, there you go. That's, uh, that's what we did while you were gone. <laughs> oh. We heart- needed to talk to you about how oh, um, emotionally heart- and sexually uh, aroused you became. Heart be still. <laughs> the mother is back. 
So Lilith. Was she involved in three? Not at all. She was referenced in she was referenced in lore. You could fight her in okay. two, but she's really? never yeah, she would just appeared. It wasn't a like a name boss or like a boss of the game. She just would randomly appear. Um No, I remember that. That yeah. happened to me. I was doing yeah. a thing like early game and a and Lilith showed up and yeah. I was like, What the fuck? It it is it is going to be uh, unbelievably interesting how they weave in all the uh, Sumerian and uh, Babylonian yeah. and all of the, the 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 demonic and historic lore of you know what Lilith actually is, um, and if they you know how how deep they go with that, um, it it's oh god it just because Lilith was Adam's like first wife Il- like, yeah Lil- the same clay. Yep, and she refused to be submissive. So yeah. she, yeah, she left, and then she, uh, oh man, and then she, uh, yeah, it's she just, created her own kingdom. Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. She gave birth to the the prime evils. Um, so are the are the dungeon or sorry, are you, so go ahead, go ahead, my. Um, not the sorry, not the prime evils. Diablo is actually her in the in the Diablo lore oh. is. Um, she said, the, the, the yeah. said she was the daughter of hatred. Yeah, daughter so of hatred. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it, I. Diablo. <laughs> the 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 CGI trailer was unbelievably cool. It was super cryptic. I'm really excited to see who that necromancer was or is. Um, there's some speculation that it's somehow Zoltan Cool um, got his body back, and he decided, you know what, I'm gonna just fuck everybody and bring Lilith out of imprisonment. Um, or you know, we'll, I was down with the first part of that. Second yeah, part sounds bad. We'll see, you know, how that works. But then they got it. They showed the gameplay, and they did exactly what I think needed to happen. With I had no problem with Diablo 3's art style. I just thought it was too bright. And this yeah. this game this palette has all of the same colors as Diablo three. It's just muted, and it's got that. I think it looks more like Diablo two. Yeah, it does and, a lot. Um, um, the, the thing to realize with that gameplay trailer is that all the special effects and HUD were turned off. Right. So, like, there was no, like, there wasn't a lot of magic in this trailer. It was just swords and bows and arrows and stuff, you know? So, well, they, they mentioned there's an interview with a developer that says that that, or one of the gameplays I was watching, one of the streamers from BlizzCon, the developer says there's not going to be much more than what you see. It's not going to be big and spectacular like what you got right. in Diablo 3. Awesome. It's going to be a much more muted, a much more awesome. realistic type. And I'm like, ugh, it's, it, you know, we got the druids back, which makes me super excited. Yeah. Um, so the, that, the dungeon crawlers in, in Diablo 3 are Nephilim, right? Yeah. So are they carrying that on? Do you think, or is it? I don't know. Going to go? Is it going to be Swindlers and Swashbucklers? Like well, well, Lilith and I can't remember the angel that she mated with to create the Nephilim. Um, so wait, what? So the people in Diablo Three are Lilith's kids? Well, all Nephilim are born of Lilith and an angel, and I can't remember the angel's name. Um, so and then the angel. Knowing what they would become actually changed their, I mean, I guess you could say changed their genetics or their fate um, so that over the generations, their power would slowly wane. Lilith, knowing that, then reignited their powers. And I don't know how this is all going to play into the canon and whatnot. Um, And that as the generations went on, the Nephilim started to come back and regain their powers. Um, 
so that's going to be super interesting to see how much they you know use that and play with it. Um, yeah, it's it, it. The game's eighteen months away, and I'm just sitting there watching the internet every day, like, "What's happening? Oh, nothing new. Okay." Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And eighteen months away is a purely speculative amount of months. Sure. Like, who knows yes. when Blizzard's going to put it out? I think that the interesting thing that it, they they did say is that it is going to be day and date on console, uh, which is great. Um, Super down for that because. Diablo 3 kind of saw a resurgence once they took the console build and put it onto PC with the new loot ta- with the console loot tables and everything else and that it just made it more fun to play. And then all the stuff that you guys didn't experience cuz you were done playing like the greater rifts, the end game content um which made the grind like a you know a shit ton more fun. Um is yeah, I'm just excited to see where they take the systems that they got towards the end of Diablo 3 or are still going. Uh, and apply them to the Diablo 4 world. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Lots of stuff from Blitzcon, uh, BlizzCon, not Blitzcon. Yeah, Overwatch 2. Yeah, Overwatch 2 looked good. Um, yep. well, I guess those are the two things I was super pumped about. Yep. Um, but their Hearthstone stuff looked fun. And yeah, if you're a card player and like that type World of stuff. World of Warcraft's trailer was incredible. Because Always. Blizzard needs to just make their own animated movie, because they could. I mean, and they could make an animated movie... movie for the kids, animated movie just had people in it. <laughs> sure. But sure. if you're going to make an animated movie for kids, make sure you don't market it for kids on YouTube or you'll get in deep shit with Kappa. Check, oh, yeah. check your Why? YouTubes today, boys. Uh, so the FTC rolled out their new regulations today, expanding their coverage yeah, of Kappa. I had to check the box. When yeah, I so, today. yep. Um, you've uh, basically, if you are... Your content is not kid-friendly and you are targeting children in your advertising or personal selection of advertising and stuff like that, um, YouTube will just push the FTC right off to you um, to deal with the FTC. Uh, So there's now a couple of options. I don't remember what they say. Basically, one of them is, yes, my videos apply to children. No, they do not apply to children. Or I'm going to check individually. I just went ahead and said, I'm going to check this button. Nothing on my channel applies to children. So the way I saw it, and maybe it's different with bigger channels. Inaris. Thank you, Panda. It's, it's, yes, it's for children. No, it's not for children. Uh, But don't, uh, don't age restrict. There's a third checkbox. Yes. it's, It's not... It's not made for children, but it's not not made for children. Right. Like I don't, there's no. You don't have to put an age block on this. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 But it's not made for children. Right. But children can watch it. That's the way I've got my channel set up. Yeah. It's basically. Yeah. That's the same way I have my channel set up. It's you know I'm not going to get any advertising or uh, shit like that. Um, Place. Well, Zing in the almighty Zing in the chat says that uh, parents need to just pay attention to what their kids are watching. Completely. Bad parenting. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent agree with that. One hundred percent agree with that. However, if your kid grabs an iPod and runs iPod, what year is it? iPad. They still make and, iPods. Don't worry. <laughs> and runs away with it, and you know, then there's going to be a chance for your kids alone and gets to watch whatever they want. Right. I, C- yeah. CPLs. CPLs. Yeah. That's a. Locks. Yeah. It's it's a it's an education thing. It's you know I'm very my all my kids watch YouTube. Um, you know, my, my five-year-old son has got his shows that he loves to watch, um, that are all kid oriented and we're very involved, but I think that's, 
the the group of this four is going to be very involved in that because of you know what we do and the lives we live in this digital realm right there's a lot of parents out there like people up the street that i talk to and interact with uh, a couple across the street from me who they don't monitor anything um yeah. you know and they just leave it you know let their kids run wild and i'm just kind of like eh. it's, they it's, see what they see it's it's you know and then you know they kind of sweep it under the rug when their kids bring it up i've seen it happen i'm just like guys no you gotta you gotta monitor that shit or mm-hmm. you know there are bad ideas that get propagated that way minds yeah, get twisted um and you know if they do get a if they do get an ipad and run away with it to your uh, now you got me saying it too ben an ipad and run away with it or an iphone and run away with it right that's a teachable moment i think the greatest example we had was the that store fortnite story that uh, fat jolly guy told that hit one of his kids figured out that if he went and got on his, the dad's PlayStation, he could buy whatever he wanted, racked up like $1,500 in charges, and the dad got all the money back and then punished the kid. He wasn't allowed to download any skins for like a year after that. And that was his, that was his, uh, that was his scarlet letter. Uh, when his brothers were getting all the new shit, uh, all the shit in there, um, it goes. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, outside of those things, has anything newsworthy been popping up? I, I, so the reason I ask this is because I most of the news I picked was based on the topic as well, um, because I figured we could just kind of roll that into one thing, bundle it up, because I figure we're gonna have a lot to talk about the old Xbox XO19 London show last week. Um, dude, it was so good. Was so I, good. I, I mean, just. Yeah, we'll get into it. Take take my money. Yeah, I need I, you to have it now. I just updated um, a story in the uh, in the uh, bounty or the whatever the, in the paper. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the, in the, there it is. That's all, folks. Oh, so so back in, in the looks like yeah, Toyota lifted the car restrictions on Forza. So far, they haven't done anything with Need for Speed yet. But apparently on December fifteenth or December twelfth, they Happy are. Birthday. <laughs> they're releasing uh, the Toyota Supra, the original, the '98 Supra, back on. Is that onto, a Supra? Is that a Supra? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, rele- they're releasing that back on to, to Forza. Um, apparently, the Toyota started the ban in like 2017, mm. and the they never really gave a reason why. And yeah, that's weird. But but the only the only instance of somebody saying why is that somebody tweeted why did Toyota take all the cars from like Need for Speed and Forza, and Toyota UK responded with uh, Toyota you can you can find our cars uh, what was it uh, you can find our cars in GT Sport which doesn't promote illegal street racing. Come and that on. was the only reason that they Come had it. On. It's just like. Dude, you have, but the thing is, they had the Supra and freaking Need for Speed or in uh, Fast the and Fast and Furious. And Furious. Yeah. The main car was in Fast and Furious. They're yeah. doing fucking 160 mile an hour on the highway, beating Ferraris and shit. But oh, we're not gonna got... put in a video game that's fucking fake as hell. What if the FTC is looming over Toyota and asking them to keep their brand away from street racing, sort of? You know products, so it's like it's not like it's not Toyota making the decision. Like they're being pressured into you know 
not but I, but I mean, in real life, I can still go buy parts if I ha- owned a Toyota Supra to make it a thousand horsepower car and go street race in real life. So they're not stopping the ban on parts being sold. No, but it's like advertising it's like for cigarettes. Message. You can still sell cigarettes, but you can't do ads for them anymore on TV because people would go out and buy them because they saw the ads. So if you have a video game where you can drive a Toyota car uh, hundreds of miles an hour and then it encourages people to go buy Toyota cars and do that. Well, you can't go buy a Supra because they're like $60,000 now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't even look that good anymore. The video game teaches me that if a train hits me, I just get to respawn. So. <laughs> and I, I can... should try that. Yeah. I, I still have yet to see the little, like, checkpoints anywhere driving around like the video game teaches me. If I get to checkpoints, I get extra time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, there's not that's, a driving line either. It's kind of lame. <laughs> I never yeah. know when to hit the brakes. Yeah. I, that I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to brake anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's no brakes. <laughs> Hit the e-brake uh, every turn. That's all it takes. Yeah. Dude, that's my favorite. This is a bit of a side, but there's a there's a uh, robot chicken skit that's just it just opens on a hill. And it's like trees and houses and birds and it's happy and this guy on a unicycle's like and flies by. <laughs> that shit breaks me every time I see it. Awesome. Oh man, it's so good. Also, uh, for those of you who didn't know, Ben a minute ago referenced uh, a viral video that is very funny, where there's a Supra in a car wash, and these people are like, "Is that a Supra?" And this dude sprays Windex on his glasses, on his glasses. <laughs> and then wipes it off and goes, "Is that a Supra?" It's super dumb, but yeah. really funny, and everybody should g- just Google "Is that a Supra?" It's the first thing that pops up. Okay, so. That's most of the news. The rest of the news is going to be part of our main topic, which is us recapping XO19, which happened Thursday and Friday and a little bit of Saturday last week in London town, over where the foggy tea is the best. Where? Uh, huh? What'd you Jolly say? Old England. I said where? Jolly Old England. <laughs> with tea town. and crumpets and biscuits. Also, most of the people that presented were Irish. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ben. <laughs> My brain, get out of here. Uh, yeah, most of the presenters were English, which was interesting. Um, I don't know if were they was that the same in XO XO eighteen then in Mexico City. I don't know. It seems like a lot of Xboxes, um, like p- a PR team is English, and is that a problem? No, it's not a problem. No, it's it's interesting because like I don't think Xbox is. We fought a war with them assholes. <laughs> it's our country, damn it. Get out of my Xbox, you bloody Yanks. <laughs> you Yankees? We're the Yanks. We're the Yanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what go. do we call them? You bloody redcoats. <laughs> yeah, 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 good. I like it. You we Brits. Said, we wouldn't say bloody, but no. Bloody redcoats. Re- that's why they wore red coats, so they couldn't, bad guys couldn't see them. That's blue. why I wear red coats pants. and brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets it, he's wearing the brown pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for Deadpool 3. Oh, it's going to be. Uh, God. I'm not going to watch a trailer this time. That movie is ruined with trailers. So 2 is, two is not as ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about at XO19, and I don't know where to start. Start at so, the top. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess go from the t- so the X Cloud. The yeah, the biggest thing talked about, I guess, the thing that kind of led the meat of the show was uh, Project X Cloud updates. So I'm reading from Tech Radar. This was uh, like a recap that was posted by them, written by Vic Hood. So thanks, Vic. I know you're a longtime listener of the podcast. 
He's not. Um, <laughs> the vast majority of the big news from XO19 revolves around Microsoft's cloud gaming platform, Project X Cloud. At the show, Microsoft announced that it would be adding 50 new games to the service from 25 partners. There's a big partnership with EA. Um, the EA, uh, like, not worldwide studios to, uh, head, but um, he's kind of like the community interaction head. Like, mm-hmm. Came onto the stage and talked about how EA's always had a good relationship with Microsoft. Um, EA Access, for those of you who are unsure or did not know, EA Access was on Xbox exclusively for like four years, five years, mm-hmm. yep. and then just dumped into PlayStation this summer, even with limited titles. Um so there's a big partnership with EA and xCloud, so I would, would imagine in the future you would probably see most EA Access games being xCloud games as well. Um, Devil May Cry 5 and Tekken 7 were also added to that list. It included Madden 20, back to the EA thing. Um, we also learned that Project xCloud will be available on Windows PCs in 2020, and will soon support additional gamepads, including the PS4 controller. Yeah, good, good move. That's a Which smart is move. interesting to me. That's extremely because smart. Xbox Super and smart Sony move. at E3 said that they are working together on cloud gaming solutions. Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> it's going to be the next generation is going to be I think the first real. I mean, you look at Modern Warfare and that game has had. I have had nothing but joy every time one of my friends, like we were playing, what was it, Saturday night? I thought you were going to say every time you play, and I was like, No, no, no. Um, Saturday night, one of my friends from PC just hopped in the game. And I, it was it was flawless. That's awesome. They were in. They were playing. Uh, the one thing that you know needs to be get ironed out is you know chat communications, hopefully a Microsoft's partnership with Discord. Uh, an integration between Discord and Xbox Party Chat would be the next viable thing there. So now that everybody can just be talking in the oh, same if Xbox buys Discord, that'd be so great. Um, yeah, it, it would be awesome because then you know because I was in my Discord chat with that guy, uh, and then in the Xbox Party with everybody else. But if we could get everybody in the same thing, um, it would be amazing. Um, I ordered a uh, whatever the fifty dollar um, Amazon fire tablet is today so i can actually play my project x cloud beta because it's android only um so i just got the little fire tablet because that's all i need um and a clip that will clip it onto my controller so i'm excited to dive in uh be a heavy ass controller yeah uh (laughs) well i mean it's it's the tablets it's no bigger it's barely bigger than an iphone uh max right so um yeah, so it's Not that a particularly light phone. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it's gonna. I'm with the expanded library. I'm excited because there's a lot of games on there that I can just now, you know, sit down and play that I might not have played uh, while I'm on stream or you know had the time to play. You know, Devil May Cry is one that I've wanted to go and finish, you know, for a long time. Now I'll be able to sit down, you know, on my you know nights off when you know uh, Melissa's watching you know Real Housewives and show. I really don't. I'm on Instagram or Discord. Puts around with now. Now I can just bloop. Okay, I'm gonna play this. Um, or when you're on the road. Yeah, even better. Um, yeah, when I'm on the road, I'll now have sit down on the sit down on the hotel bed and play some. Well, yeah, Xbox. when I'm when I'm on site with clients all day, and then I have to come do all the other work. There's yeah, that's exactly what I need to do. All the, something to distract me from the work I didn't get done that day. <laughs> okay, well you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, it's actually interesting talking about all this XCloud stuff because Stadia. <laughs> Launched this week. We'll do that with big old quotation marks, um, because like it's not doing well. 
not a lot of people are like, yeah, I need this. A lot of people are like, but, it works, kind of. Um, apparently, like in super dark scenes in games, the artifacting is just bad because streaming black is hard. Apparently, I yep. did not know this. Um, so the dark scenes, there's the artifacting is great. Like you can still see things moving; it's not lagging, but it just does not look great. Yeah. Um, uh, on mobile at Starbucks, Patrick Klepek said it just didn't fucking work. <laughs> like it just didn't work. Um, but on tablets, it was it was doing pretty well. Um, he didn't notice any input lag. Like people aren't noticing a lot of input lag, but the the problems with the launcher that like family sharing doesn't work right now. And the suggestion from a Google exec for for the the workaround for family sharing was literally just buy your kids another coffee. <laughs> he fucking Don Matrick that. Fucking what? He Don Matrick uh, it, and I'm like, uh, yeah. did you guys not learn anything from the launch of Xbox <laughs> One? Like seriously, you can't go three shows without bringing that guy up. Um, and then you cannot buy games from Stadia while you're playing through your TV. You have to do it from your phone. So if you have it set up through your TV, you have to like take out your phone, buy it, and then reset the device on your TV so that it refreshes and then lets you play. It's it's a beta. It launched in beta. Like the full the full scale like non founders pack is releasing next year. That's going to be when it will make more sense. They went from eleven to twenty two games over the weekend. And that and that was a that was a freak out move on their part, right? They had yeah, to, they had to add games, and they were like, "Here's more." Oh god, yeah, it's coming please, out. Please, please, God, somebody buy uh, this. I think I just feel so strange. Yeah, I think the problem with oh, and they had shipping problems. Yeah, including one Google exec offering to send me a message on Twitter. I will pick one, and I will if you're in the Bay Area and don't mind me coming over, I'll come to your house with it and help you install it, and we can play a game. <laughs> to which. Wow. I was like, don't do that. That's, don't, nope, don't do that. Well. <sighs> yeah, I just, it's, it's going to have a hard time finding its place, right? I think xCloud will too. Well, I think the difference between xCloud and this is, is I've already got my entire library, right? I don't have to, I'm not purchasing another system and having another library, right? So, yeah. like, xCloud makes a lot more sense to Microsoft, people who are bought into the Microsoft ecosystem, the three people on this podcast, and the you know the millions of more that are listening. Um, <laughs> I like what you think. Um, my brain was like, wait, what? <laughs> but my point being is, is I have access to a library that I've already spent. I mean, I've got three hundred games sitting in my ready to install, you know, bucket. And if I have access to all of those. Uh, more notably, if it does come to iOS, um, which you know the, right now they said they their their plans to bring it there, but there's no definite timeline on that. If I can now sit my you know if I can sit Psy down on it, or I can give Psy a controller, or you know Ella wants to play a game on her tablet, um, it, you know it it's it for that ecosystem it works. Like it's asking a lot of Google is asking a lot of people. To say, hey, you've got these multi-year libraries of games that start we want over. you to abandon and start yeah. over at putting money in our ecosystem. That's a hard also, pill to swallow. Also announced at XO19, they said that all games on Game Pass will be on Stadia. Like Stadia, no, I'm sorry, not Stadia, I didn't mean that. Games on Game Pass will be on Project X Cloud. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. So they're going to be shared, which like, that instantly makes xCloud... So much more valuable. Yeah. Like hundreds of games to start. All right, cool, dope. And I don't have to pay for them individual. Okay, cool, yep. dope. Like, 
It's just I can it's just install this and experiment. Yeah, and yeah. or this, I just fire up the app and say I want to play this game right now, and it just goes. Um, you know, there's not even there's not even an install. Um, you know, the one thing that I noticed is it because I was trying to get uh, my daughter set up on it. It does not. It only is on Android phones and on Android tablets. It is not on Chromebooks because uh, she has a yeah. Chromebook. So, uh, which Chromebooks are moving to Android soon? Yeah. Oh really? Because the Chrome the Chrome store is going away. Yeah, um, it's going to be the Play Store. I, and is it going to like swap out the one I've got, or am I going to get a brick? It might be an update. That'd be amazing. Because the Chrome Store and the Play Store are both Google. Yeah. Yep. So neat. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I love my Chrome. Uh, it's not better than anything worth doing besides just crafting an email or writing. Yeah, no, that's so it, see why it's literally a notebook. My, it's yeah. literally yep. a notebook. Yeah, I've I've played with the Pixelbook, the new Pixelbook that just came out, and it's really cool. But I think again, Google is playing. You know, going back to one of our very very first podcasts, right? They're playing the infinite game, right? This is something that they're going to invest money into. They're going to craft, and I don't see it going away. Um, and internet's only going to get better. You it's know, like, as, it's not going to ooh yeah. See, yeah, it's not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Uh, we can't. We, we can't follow that. Uh, see, see, I'm afra- I'm actually afraid they won't support it because Google has a track record recently of starting projects and then walking away from them a year and a half later. Google it's Plus, a little like right, or or the their fiber projects in like OKC and Kansas City and, and things like that where they they build in they tear up roads and build into the infrastructure for about a year and then they go actually no. And, like, even though they've promised things in the city, that doesn't happen. And now you have cities, like, saying, we don't want Google Fiber because we don't want to deal with the chance that you might not stick around. Right. right. So I'm a little worried because this is launching pretty poorly and seems really slapped together um, that they may go, eh, xCloud's got a better base and they, we can't compete. And then they'll just dump out. Yeah. I mean, that's um, a possibility, right? Yeah. But that's, like, that's the that's the opportunity afforded by a company that makes billions of dollars they can just like yeah. shuffle a couple hundred million into something and go eh, not for us and walk away yeah they can have like, none the worse they can have grand experiments that you know uh and yeah. it's 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 i mean nothing that they put together is costing them infra- the infrastructure is already there right it's all back-end software based right so it's all in the cloud it's yeah. not like it's all programming it's not like they went and built data centers for this um, sure, sure. You know they they're trying to capitalize on the games market, and uh, I did talk to Turkish for a little bit um, in Discord in, in my Discord today about it, and he said, you know, it's it's choppy, but it works. Uh, the controller though is the biggest. The controller he said just kind of feels lackluster, uh, which I think it's echoes a lot of the feedback we've been hearing, you know, from you know professional reviewers and around communities and whatnot. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I, like we've said, Microsoft has the infrastructure and they have the loyalty of the library um, of consumers. And if they make Game Pass available on it and they make your library available on it, the games that don't happen to be on Game Pass and it works, uh, yep. then it's, you know. Yeah. And, and well, no, well, who knows? It's got to win the arms um, race. So the next big thing uh, was a huge dump for Game Pass. 
a huge dump for Game 50 Pass. Games. Um, <sighs> 50 fucking games. So the ones that were available at the show, I'll read through those uh, first. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is on PC. Rage 2 on console. Remnant from the Ashes on console. Uh, Hearts of Iron 4 for PC. Lego Ninjago Movie Game console. Talos Principle console on PC. Uh, Trackers, which is like a train sim kitty game, which is kind of kind of cute, is console and PC, and then Age of Wonders Planetfall, which is another game made by or published by. Um, I always forget their name. Hamamont, Hairbrain Schemes, those guys, the guys that did um, um, Surviving Mars and. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are. Available now. That was that day. Rage two. If you didn't, if you heard me talk about it, and we're like, I'm not buying that. You don't have to now. Yep. Um, <laughs> coming this holiday, we've got Dark Siders three, which I did not get a chance to play, and I look forward to getting a chance to doodle with. Um, that's on console and PC. Console gets Life is Strange two, episode four. Uh, PC gets the Red Strings Club, which looked super cool. Um, Vambrace, Col- what is this? What's the uh, Cold Soul is console and PC. The Escapists Two console and PC. My friend Pedro, which I did not know we were getting on console because it was a Switch game. Uh, Witcher Three shows up on December nineteenth, which is fucking huge, unbelievably cool. And I saved the best and my favorite for last: Halo Reach and Master Chief Collection on PC December third, and Reach on console December third. Yep. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh. Amazing. And then... You, uh. the, Hang on. I'll, the 2020 list I will not read all of because it's fucking bananas. But I'll do the big hitters. Um, we're getting the Yakuza 0, 1, and 2 Kiwami um, on Game Pass. We're getting I Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, 12, 13, 13, 2, 13, Lightning Returns, and 15 all on fucking Game Pass Nuts. for console and PC, which is fucking bananas. Um, Ori in the Blind Forest, Bleeding Edge, Wasteland 3, Flight Simulator. St. Louis, local St. Louis developer Butterscotch Shenanigans game Levelhead yep. is ending up on Game Pass next year. Um, a cute little game called Skatebird. Guys, it's a fucking ton. And I, I left out about half of the titles in the coming to 2020. Yeah, man, there's a lot. My friend Pedro, I'm excited about that. Yep. Play, that on normal, play that on a normal controller. Um, yes, because the Switch controller fucking... We played it at uh, Comic-Con um, because Tech brought a Switch and had it. And I felt like, like I minutes in, I was like, this sucks on this controller. Yeah. Uh, but it just... I don't know. The Switch controller feels like it's under... under capable? Well, less it, capable? It just didn't feel like it was made for that. No. Like that game is too complicated. Hey, LaBelle. Those two little sticks with the little with the little thumbsticks and the little triggers and the little buttons. Yeah, no. I felt like I felt like a giant person performing surgery on somebody for the first time with a video game. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I felt like "Oops, wrong button." There's one point where I died one too many times. I'm like, "I'm done. I'm done." I I'll th- play this another time. I can't do this. Yeah. I mean, just looking at this list, I got uh, an invite to the Bleeding Edge Technical Alpha today you can't too. Pull the fucking list up. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to download yeah, that. We're not allowed to. Uh, 
you're not allowed to stream the technical alpha, but I'm excited to dive into Bleeding Edge because that game was one of mine from E3 last year that looked. Yeah, and the footage they showed it, this looked fucking bananas. Oh, just I had no idea what was going on. This, yeah, this game, this game, it just looks. Yeah, it looks fucking bananas. But oh, the chick they showed off at the end with the fucking bird legs who runs with her arms back. Yep. She kind of does uh, a Naruto run. Yeah, she was uh, <laughs> definitely needed for Area 51. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this. Uh, all this is doing is looking, I think Microsoft, you know, the Xbox One, and Phil Spencer has said it, that the Xbox, this has been a learning experience for them, right? It's I, the way that I equated it to in a conversation I was having the other day was, you know, you have that dynasty team all through high school that all of a sudden you graduate all 30 seniors and then you've got to rebuild. And that's what this has been for Microsoft over the last, you know, eight yeah. years is rebuilding and innovating in ways that is beyond the console uh, to take root. And I think if you're a parent out there looking for something for Christmas and you're diving into this, if the sales guy is worth a, worth a shit um, and worried about, yeah, the, the worried about the consumer's dollar, not necessarily their loyalty, right? They're going to point this, the parent towards, look, you can buy this game and for a dollar for the next 90 days for your kids, you, they have access to hundreds of games. You don't have to spend. Dude, I've walked any so many sales. Yeah, good. I've walked so many sales in the last week of people walking into my store with, and walk, like literally yesterday, a guy walked up to the counter. Not yesterday, I wasn't at work. Tuesday, two days ago, guy walked up to the counter with Gears of War and Outer Worlds, brand new, mm-hmm. and I was like, nope, nope, go home, don't do it. He was like, what? And I was like, a dollar for three months, you can play these games. Yep. Yeah. And then after that, it's, it's ten dollars a month. And he I was like, what? "What? I don't know why you would do that. I mean, your your business is selling video games. <laughs> why don't you sell them a Game Pass subscription? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know why. Because you they would don't have Game Pass subscriptions buying... on hard copies yet. Really? Yeah, no. We're getting them for Black Friday. Yeah. And for Black Friday, there's a rumor that we're getting a three month uh, Game Pass Ultimate for ten dollars. Yep. Um, but yeah, like I will tell people, like, hey, dude, like. You've just picked up three games that are on Game Pass, and the other two aren't. Grab the two that aren't and enjoy those, but throw down a dollar for the first three months of Game Pass and, and play play those games on Game Pass. I yep. just hope he's got a reason. Okay, so I get that's awesome that you're taking care of this guy, that you didn't make him spend $120. Mm-hmm. You just lost $120. No, beyond that. like God, we, we didn't. We already, we already know like there's less and less reasons to go to the store anymore, <laughs> right? So I just hope he's got a reason to come back. He does have a reason to come back because he's going to like you. I just hope he's got a reason yeah. to come back because... Love what I'm not the reason why GameStop's going out of business. Y'all, here's the thing. Here's the thing that no one's thinking about, right? Here's the thing that's no one, that no one's thinking about. GameStop doesn't make any fucking money off of new sales. Yep. So I'm not losing them money. Not a dime. And if they're going to buy them used, I shut up. That's fine. I don't say it. That's fine. Whatever. But if they're buying them new, like, no, dude. Just fucking go to Game Pass. And save some, save some money so you can buy some used shit. Or some statues. They have a Batman White Knight statue at my GameStop, and I'm buying it because it's fucking awesome. How much is it? It just dropped from 70 to 50 today. $1,200. And I'm going to have Employee Weekend coming up so I can buy for half price. Um, Do you notice he's got a popped collar? Yes, yes, because Batman in boat shoes is awesome. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, beyond the services, right, beyond xCloud and Game Pass, 
we got a bunch of game announcements, which were interesting. So the first one was Rare's new game, which they showed very little of, but looked pretty. It looked kind of like a Journey slash Ashen. Remember, Ryan, we tried to play Ashen for like a night and then gave up? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, Rare unveiled a game called Everwild, um, which... Yeah, it wasn't much of a reveal, but please talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it was a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens in the coming days. So there's a, there was an interesting point brought up by somebody on a podcast, which was probably Waypoint, because I've had to catch up this week. But someone brought up that like Xbox... No, So what Eric was saying, right? Them playing catch-up, and they're trying to, trying to rebuild a team that lost a bunch of seniors. Um, straight up, in the beginning of this show, um, the uh, head of studio acquisition for Microsoft or one of the guys on the stage I don't remember who it was I'm sorry but he uh, he said that like Xbox has been playing catch up he straight up said like we've been we've been, play, we've been buying a lot of studios and we've been we've been building up a stable and, and building up a team and now it's time to stop growing and start executing mm-hmm. and I was like oh damn here comes some shit and so then this thing was pointed out on Waypoint um, I think or last week or earlier this week that like what we're seeing right now, and titles that are released for or that are scheduled for early next year, or late next year even, are the the titles that like it's it's encouraging because it looks like Xbox is giving people money and giving people enough money and then freedom to say you had that weird idea, do that while the rest of your team works on a big release for the launch of our new system, like put out Grounded, which we'll get to in a second, put out Everwild. Work on some stuff that's that quirky idea that seems cool and do it. Because you know Ninja Theory is building a big single-player story-based game because they've already said they're committed to making games about um, mental issues, mental health issues. And so, like, they're making something else big. I can't wait to see what they do after Hellblade. I mean, that was my... As far as I'm concerned, that's my game of this generation. Um, Because... It's a very crass thought. um, But... If if you... (laughs) I'm just a serious question. It just sounds crass, okay? So, if you had to pick a mental health issue to make a game about, which would you pick? Woof! No, that that doesn't sound crass. That's think just about a it. Tough that question. sounds like I'm making, you know, pick uh, one. No, but, it's not. Yeah, it's like a it's like a buff buffet, yeah. a debuffet, because they're they're all debuffs. Let's mm, see. It's going the wrong way here. That's, Sorry. Yeah, that went the wrong way. Um. um I don't know because the the Hellblade spoke to me personally because I suffer from a mild form of what she is suffering. That's why I'm always looking all types of different directions and my, I'm fucking all sporadic sometimes in my thought. And then when I you guys have heard me talk on stream, you've heard me talk on this podcast, and every now and then I just my words get all jumbled up and shit. It's because I'm I have a condition um, that you know makes my brain go in 17 different directions all at once, and then I can't articulate. Um, and then, you know, every now and then I'll look over my shoulder because I think I hear something and it's my auditory receptors are actually putting a noise behind me, even though there's no noise. Um, so that game spoke to me in every way possible. And, if, you know, you guys can w- go back and watch the stream. There are many oh, points. hard to play? Watching, watching you play, it was... Yeah, it's, it's it was, it was like, I was in tears a lot of the game because I was like, holy shit, this is... And yes, it was very hard to play because of the way they do the auditory. Um, it was like, holy shit. Um, taking it back off this for a second, go back to the quotes. Four days ago, Phil Spencer said, 
Uh, I would say that learning from Xbox One generation, what I would say learning from the Xbox One generation is we will not be out of position on power or price. We were $100 more expensive than the PS4, and yes, we were less powerful. So for the head of Xbox to come out and go, hey guys, look, this is what we're doing. And you can see the investments that they're putting everywhere. Uh, we haven't even touched on, and I know it's not the topic of this podcast, but the money that they're throwing at influencers to jump into their proprietary streaming platform, Mixer, right? Shroud, yeah. uh, King Galtheon. Um, you know, I'm sure there will be mores before, more before year's end. Um, yeah. They're making making moves. Um, yeah. I got to... Um, just to... Oh, go ahead. I just got to step away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just to address Ben's question real quick, I think that, like, the... The best choice for me, or not even the best choice, but what I would want to see in a game, um, I think we're going to get, uh, and I guess I can skip a little bit ahead to um, the new Don't Nod game that's coming to the Xbox. Uh, tell me why. Yeah. Um, because, to me, what I want to see most in games represented more is like depression, chronic depression and anxiety. Because yeah. that's what I go through a lot. And so like seeing that... Uh, Represented well would be definitely aces for me. Um, so yeah, we'll get into tell me why. So don't nods the guys who make the folks who make um, Life is Strange. Yep. Uh, and they are making a game about twin twins. Um, and one of the characters is transgender, mm-hmm. and uh, that's going to be that's slated for spring. And it said all episodes in spring. I think they're bunching them up. I think you get one, and then a week later you get another one, and then a week or uh, the next month you okay. get another one, and next month you get another one, and then there's going to be a little bit of a delay between that and four and five, or it's just a three episode mini. I don't know. But that looks super interesting. Um, but I brought up Grounded earlier, uh, and I know we have some survival game fans here. I don't know. It. I don't know. I'm, it didn't grab me. Doesn't look like my thing. Eric, we're talking about Grounded, the uh, the miniature survival game, mm. like four player co op. Yep. Didn't grab me, but I don't know. It just looks sort of I don't know, like you could build your own defenses and forts and stuff. That's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Didn't didn't look like my cuppa. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that genre because it's just. Um, I, I apologize, Panda, for not saying Ninja in the jump to Mixer. It, you know, I'm, I was going to say it, and then I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, my, my bad. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that genre because I live in real life, and I have to feed myself, and I have to shelter myself, oh, and I have to I pay, like, Where are you going and I have this? to pay bills. And <laughs> if I want to go hunting for food, I can go do that. I have access to ranches where that that's a thing. Um, so when I sit down to play a game, Skywalker you just walk onto somebody's ranch and do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, I just want to. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not. Yeah, I just it's it's not that I don't like it. I just you know it's the same reason that uh, my daughter doesn't want to play the survival mode in Minecraft. She just wants to go and create, um, and I'm fine with that. Um, so because yeah, she's yeah, a body for life tiny humans. Yeah, yeah, it's Honey, yeah, I yeah. Shrunk the Kids, it's exactly dude. exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's, definitely it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I was hoping that was what it was going to be called, actually. That, was, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, Caleb, oh, I think... That game seems uh, fun to me. Last episode, we talked about your favorite game. 
it seems like Wasteland 3 checked a lot of the boxes off that you wanted. I'm Okay, so yes, it does seem like it's going to be exactly that, but I am also very nervous because I played Wasteland 2 mm-hmm. for about three hours and hated every fucking oh, minute wow. of it. Okay. Um, but that might have just been because it was a smaller title, like they had less support, they built it on their own, and now they've got the, the full might and power of Xbox Game Studios behind them, allowing them to polish something off a little bit better. Um, it may have also just been a bad time to play it, because that does happen. Like I think I would have gotten into Sekiro if I didn't start it on stream, and I didn't have something to do in a couple hours. So I like pushed through three hours and really ricocheted off of it. So that might be it, too. Um, but yeah, Wasteland 3 looks like my shit, because it feels like um, a mix between XCOM and Mutant Year Zero. And both of those games, I, I just fucking ate up. Right. Mutant Year Zero was so much fun. Did anybody else in this chat play Mutant Year Zero, or am I the only fucking? One? I didn't like the characters. I didn't like a duck person and a moose person. It just didn't, it just didn't grab me. That was a bore. But no, the moose was the DLC. He's not wrong. There was a moose person. He didn't play with the boar. He didn't play with the moose. Well, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, I... <laughs> What, what do you think Everwild's going to be? It looks like a four-player exploration thing, but, like, there was no combat. I got Monster hunter vibes from it, too. Yeah. Like, the four of you were going to fight big things, but they didn't show much of those. But, yeah, like, the, the deer like, with the fucking flower head was so cool. pretty. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm, rare. It's going to be beautiful. I, and if it's... I wonder if it's going to employ the rare strategy of creating a compelling sandbox where people can do whatever they want in it. It's weird because, like, that's not a rare strategy. That's a Sea of Thieves strategy. And, like, rare before that made pretty linear, pretty objective-based experiences. So, like, I'm not not saying you're wrong, though. Like, I think it would be interesting to see if if that is the direction their studio has moved in. And they want to build a livable space that you can do whatever in and then add things to it. I think if they gave me that on the ground, I think if they gave me that experience, the Sea of Thieves experience on the ground, in a forest, moving around myself, I think I would like it more than sitting on a boat and waiting to get to the next place. Sure. Active traversal, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially if there's any mounts or things you can ride on. And hunting is a thing. Because that's always something to do. Sure. Hey, I'm going to go... Hey, there's a creature. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, well, the last thing that was really talked about at Black... I just spoiled it. <laughs> what is... <laughs> what is Dracula ski on Lake Erie? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last thing they really talked about at XO19 were some of the Black Friday deals... Um, I'm just going to read through the interesting ones. The all-digital edition of the Xbox One S, which actually does 4K, I realized. Yep. Which is not what the other Xbox One S does, but yes. The all-digital, which does 4K and HDR, and one terabyte is going to be $150. So, hold on. What do you mean doesn't do 4K, the the other Xbox One S? The the Xbox One S is HDR and upgraded processing, but 4K. Are you talking about gaming? Gameplay. Okay, just gameplay. Yeah, All right. gameplay is not. I was gonna say because the... it plays Blu-rays at 4K just fine. So right, but the all digital Xbox One S gameplay um, is that advertises right. 4K on the on the on the box, which is 
I was like, oh shit, that's all right. Um, that's gonna be a hundred and fifty bucks next week, and, and it comes with uh, Minecraft Sea of Thieves and Fortnite Battle Royale, which it, it comes with arguably is two free, two free games. games. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Um, that, that's what the parent. That's what the parents are trying to get. Like they're just trying to get like, oh yeah, you can get these two games for free, and then alternative, you get, yeah. And then yeah, whenever you get yeah. your Microsoft, you know, your Xbox Live, you're gonna be like, oh, Game Pass, it's free, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, arguably, PlayStation's also putting out a system deal next next week. That's two hundred dollars for a, play, a PS4 Slim that comes with, and this is not a fucking lie, Last of Us, God of War, and Horizon Zero Dawn complete. Wow. That's pretty good. Which is a tremendous deal. Yeah, that's pretty good. Y'all should, uh, yes. Um, I need a new PlayStation. Mine sounds like you guys. Ever been to a, you guys ever been to an air show? <laughs> <laughs> End of the joke. Uh, like, yes. Like when the plane crashes, or when actually, <laughs> no, actually, I thought that was funny enough. The joke wasn't gonna go like, "Have you ever heard a Harrier take off?" Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. that's what. It's yeah. Like. Like yeah, it sounds like a, it sounds like if you were up. to be inside your vacuum when you turned it on. Yeah, I have to turn my game up louder than my PlayStation. How many <laughs> how many different ways can we describe this? Um, well, you haven't given us one yet. Let's go. I said when the when the plane blew up or whenever it was flying. So fuck you. <laughs> That's so bitter. Um, the Xbox One X is getting a minor price drop down to three fifty, which is a hundred and fifty dollar discount, and will be available inside a number of bundles, including a Gears Five. There's a Star Wars bundle. There's an NBA bundle, and I think there's a Division Two bundle. Uh, remember that game, guys? Um, Xbox One controllers <laughs> get a, a price drop. Of $20 from November 24th to December 2nd. So if you're looking to upgrade your controller, good time to do that. Uh, and then a bunch of games are going to be discounted. Um, uh, Microsoft used XO19 to announce that Forza Horizon 4, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, and Hellblade will be all 50% off this holiday. And they also announced that Gears 5 will get a smaller but still appreciated 33% discount for Black Friday. So, now that we've... games on Game Pass... Yeah, but if you people still like buying their stuff, as was mentioned when I pointed out that I did buy Sea of Thieves and people thought I was fucking crazy. I bought Stay of Decay. <laughs> God, <I'm> just <laughs> fucking picks on me for that every <laughs> single time we talk about buying games. So is so. Oh, go ahead, Caleb. I was. I was going to move into another question, and you. Had well, no, I was just going to ask: Is GameStop? partaking in the Xbox All Access program at all, or no? Is that strictly through Microsoft? No, that's all through Microsoft, because it's like a, it's like a, a basically a loan application like you do when you finance a phone. Yeah, it, it, the, the upgrade to Project Scarlet is what is interesting there to me. So, you know, for those of you who don't know, it's, you know, $39, $31 a month. Um, for 20 more months with no upfront cost, and then you get the console upgrade option when the Scarlet comes out, which is yeah, 30 bucks a month, and you get an Xbox One S with Game Pass Ultimate. Nope, this one says Xbox One X. Is it an X? This one says get an Xbox uh, One X and upgrade to Project Scarlet in as few as 12 months with Xbox All Access. You get an Xbox One X console over 100 games for $30.99 for 24 months, no upfront cost. Plus a console upgrade option, so that's pretty. It's it's financing a phone. Yeah, that's pretty. But it's Xbox with all of its services. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So if you've got the credit, 
and you're and you and you and you're responsible. <laughs> you hear the sadness in Ben's voice. And you're responsible. You and you and you're gonna pay it off instead of changing your identity or declaring <laughs> bankruptcy. Then go for it. Yeah, I've already got I've already got so my Scarlet Fund set aside. You can get an Xbox One X. That's how financing works, it. buddy. It's never the same price. Well, so if you no, it is. Well, the, the the Xbox this this all access plan is the same price. Yeah, it's it's, the, it, it it's no it's dollars. no interest. It's the same. I just did the I just did the well, you're, for no, 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 no. Thir- you're thirty dollars and ninety nine cents for twenty four months, but you're also getting the fifteen dollar a month Game Pass Ultimate. So the you're really only paying fifteen for the console itself over the twenty four month yeah. period. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not it's not anything extra. Yeah. Again, in fact, so with all in fact fifteen dollars a month for two years is only like three hundred and sixty bucks. That's not even paying for the full Xbox. Yeah, yeah we could d- debate fi- the finances of it. I think it's 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 an interesting way to get somebody hooked into Microsoft's finance department. I don't I I'm not really sure. Um <laughs> Eh, you know that it's, that, it's that better than Rena Center. Rena Center does it. And you pay like twelve hundred. That it, it just brings up the scene in Ready Player One where everybody's in the pods, working off their <laughs> debt, playing a video game for IO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I talked to. Uh, I had the opportunity to talk to an Xbox rep today, and they said that the adoption rate for Game Pass Ultimate right now is like twenty-seven percent. I mean, I don't know what that means. Most subscriptions are like nine to thirteen percent. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I mean, they're they're kind of they're kind of kicking ass. Right? Yeah, it, so, it it if you own an Xbox and you don't have a, and Game Pass, you're 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 lose you're missing out. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, of the things that were announced at this show, um, what is everybody most excited for? I had a bunch of questions for this, but we talked pretty uh, at length about all of the things. So, like. What's the what's the one thing title feature anything that you saw at that show that had you like, yup, this is good. Um, I, I mean, there's a bunch of single titles I'm excited to play. Uh, I'd have to say that the Final Fantasy Collection is way up there for me. Yep, I will definitely play seven, eight, nine, and twelve again for yeah. sure. Uh, they also I don't care about fifteen, but they did mention also at the show. That they're bringing a cross-platform Final Fantasy fourteen to the con- to the console. Wait, they did say that. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Bye. See y'all later. Nice <laughs> knowing you. <laughs> Fucking second that game comes out, it's the only thing you're gonna see. Because if that's if that actually happens. Fucking Kitty Ninja is gonna be reactivated, and it was that reaction was so extreme. I had to gauge if you were being serious. Nope, I'm dead fucking serious. I have been. I'll play with you, man. I have been. I've got a. I've got a level sixty fucking ninja that's just been sitting there waiting for this day. And oh baby, it's coming. (laughs) If that's the Uh, oh man, let's go. Yeah, it says, uh, the astute people out there might have noticed there's one Final Fantasy that's missing in our list, number 14. 14 is one I've been dedicated to working with the director to find a solution to bring that game to Xbox. And while it's not in the news today, I wanted you to know, rest assured, that we will be bringing it to that game to Xbox. So, oh, Who said that? Uh, Phil Spencer. Oh! Son of a bitch. So. Uh, Melissa might as well file oh, the divorce God. papers now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
Especially knowing the fucking past, dude. Come on now. <laughs> for those of you, who, for those of you who don't know the past, right when I got married to my wife, I was running, helping run one of the biggest North American guilds in Final Fantasy XI. Uh, it consumed every night of the week after work for from about six p.m. to two a.m. Um, uh, the only way I was able to separate myself from that account was selling my entire account to a guild seller for uh, just about six thousand dollars. Is that telling game... anybody? And I, oh, Is I didn't tell game... anybody either. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You got messages that's from people like a month later, part. like "Yo," <laughs> said nothing to nobody. Damn. That's fucking insane. That is the true Irish goodbye. And now I have a question, Eric. An Irish, and I know you an are Irish not going to be. <laughs> I know you're not going to be qualified to answer this. Not because you're not a qualified individual, but because you cannot answer this objectively. Is this game that good, or does it just click with you? It, so it's hands down the best MMO out right now um from a story-based perspective from a systems-based perspective from a gameplay mechanics uh perspective um i am the one of the biggest final fantasy fans um on the planet and to be able to do the the thing about final fantasy 14 and the same thing with 11 is the it it's an mmo that they it keeps the final fantasy we're talking about final fantasy 14 uh, Panda. Um, it keeps the Final Fantasy stories alive, right? It's not like an MMO, you can very easily uh, get lost and lose track of the main story. The Final Fantasy games do such a good job of keeping the main arc of a quest alive, and they do that still in the MMOs, and they're just epics. Like, I watched Skiwi. Uh, friend of the show play through Shadowbringers, uh, which is the latest expansion, and it was the, the whole storyline was just amazing. Um, and uh, that's outside of the systems and the cool shit that the characters do and the classes do. Um, it, where does it place you as a player? What is your role on the in the in the landscape? You are so okay. So you have to remember the sordid history of Final Fantasy fourteen, right? Final Fantasy fourteen launched, and it was an abysmal wasteland of a game. It was awful. Uh, okay. It was terrible. So they did the coolest thing. The story is actually fucking incredible. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on, time out. No, 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 no. I'm saying. This oh, this story. story. Oh, yeah. So basically, incredible. the systems were broken. It was just. It was. It was complicated. Everything was menus upon. It was just. It was atrocious, right? So they did the coolest thing they could have done. It was roughly about a year after it launched. They started just giving everybody all the powers, all the ultimate weapons, and everything else. And then there was a cataclysmic event. It got to the point where you logged into the game and there were behemoths running around the city. It all built up to this thing where the cataclysm happened. Servers went dark. Whoa. They took the game offline for six months and then relaunched it as Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. Okay. And then, so you now take... You are a character... Who has been touched by the light, which is, you know, in Final Fantasy World, a big giant fucking crystal who's bestowed powers upon you. Uh, and you are working to solve the mystery of or stopping that cataclysm from coming back uh, and stopping, you know, technology enhanced forces from getting that power and ruining it again. And that's just a realm reborn. And that's all the way to level 60. And then it goes with, um, I can't remember the second. Uh, name of the second expansion. I, didn't, I haven't even made it to the second expansion yet. 
on my PC character. Like I'm still in a Realm Reborn content. Um, And then that's a totally different story. And then Shadowbringers is a totally different story arc, which I think takes... I mean, these are all the story arcs are Dude. 30, 40, 50 hour experiences just to get through those stories. Wow. Not to I mention the side hearing, quests. I remember hearing Austin Walker because he was he was excited by uh, Shadowbringers, like what it was doing. And I remember him talking about like actually seriously debating getting back into that game or starting that game to get into it, to get to the, the, the uh, Shadowbringers content. And he asked some of his friends who are deep in the game, like, how long is it going to take me to get there? <laughs> and he said they said like 150 hours to, to like 200 To just hours. get to Shadowbringers. And he had, like, an anxiety attack yep. and, like, stayed home for, like, two days and was like, I don't have enough time to play all the things I want to play. Now, because the big difference between yeah. <laughs> 14 and 11, right, When I the problem you got into when you were playing 11 was they did not, that was not a casual game in any way. Like, there were the best gear in the game spawned from these things called Notorious Monsters, which only spawned once every 24 hours, and they had a six-hour spawn window. So if you killed it at 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, from 7 p.m. Eastern until uh, 1 a.m., you better have somebody camping it because it can spawn in that window the entire time. Um, so that was a nightly thing. And then there were the raids, which took, I mean, the raids took upwards of five hours. To, a raid you'd done 600 times uh, yeah. took five hours. Um, and then there was the farming of the city in the sky. You had to get all these monster pieces to then spawn Kieran because uh, you wanted Kieran's gear. Um, but you had to fight all the little monsters around it. I mean, it was, it was nuts. None of that's in 14. 14 is very casual. You can solo the whole uh, of the experience. And then they've got dungeon finder systems. And they've done a really good job of modernizing it uh, as a game, uh, which is great. But, man, I, I missed that quote from Spencer, and now I am... Guys, I wish, if you're listening to this on podcast services on Friday or any time past this, please dig through our YouTube history and find episode 69 and fast forward to like minute 60, eh, 95, 90, yeah. 90? Uh, minute, minute 85, yeah. just so you can watch Eric clap. And jump up in that chair like a school kid who just found out they're having a fucking pizza yep. party today. Yep. Not later. Today. The pizza's on the way. It's, that yeah, was his reaction. The pizza's not even here. It's a, We don't know when the pizza's going to get here. We just know there's fucking pizza coming. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was incredible. And I hope everyone who wants to experience yeah. that gets the opportunity. Yeah, it's... Man. <laughs> um, Ryan, what's... I now know Eric's favorite thing about this show, so I don't even have to ask. Ryan, what was your... Uh, most like notable moment from from this this event and the announcements that came from it. Um, I don't think there's any games that really. I mean, nothing new that really stuck out to me. I like that Game Pass is expanding more. Um, I I mean, I know that's a thing that they're going to keep doing that anyway. But I think 50 new games dropping is pretty freaking incredible. Yeah, um, it's a big diversity. Big div- uh, yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of game diversity. So that's probably about it. All right, Game Pass. Game Pass is definitely up there. Um, it's hard to say anything but Game Pass, really. I am very excited about um, Bleeding Edge and seeing what that ends up becoming. Yeah. I'm also super excited that like we're getting a lot of Xbox. Like the the most exciting thing for me, honestly, was they're admitting that like this generation they weren't great on in-house exclusives, and that they have done the building they want to do, and now it's time to start executing. Like that is. Them's fighting words, you know what I mean? Like, 
PlayStation's been kind of rolling around at the top of the the gold heap, like king of the world, like smog, and gotten lazy. And I think that Xbox they don't have uh, Game Pass equivalent, as far as I'm concerned. No. And and PlayStation Now is not it. Yeah. It is not it. And so, like, it just more and more as time progresses, it's becoming very clear that, like, PlayStation's got to come with way more than just the gloves off next fall. Because Xbox is... (laughs) They've got to come with their pants off already. Um, Because Xbox is getting ready to knock down some fucking walls if they haven't already. Um, So... Is Smurf in your chat, Eric? Is he hanging out? Is he? Uh, he's been he's been absent. I think he's coaching his kids in like soccer or football or something. So he's like always busy, which is entirely fine. Um, so while while I search for him to see if we can get a Smurf fact out of him, we wrap up our show um, talking about the things that we want to share with you that we've experienced in the last week or so. Eric, you've been gone a couple weeks. You can go a little more in depth if you'd like. But they are our bounties. It's what we're reading, watching, listening to, or playing that we want to share with people. Um, why don't we start that with directly above me? Ryan, why don't you share with us what you've been up to, my friend? Uh, I have been switching myself over from Twitch to Mixer, and uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I started on uh, this Monday, so um, I've had two streams, my co-op stream on Monday um, with my buddy Austin, and then today. um, I've been playing a lot of Modern Warfare, having a good time with it, having angry times with it, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, How can you not? Right. Um, but it, all in all, it's been really good. Um, I feel like this is the best Modern Warfare we've had, and I feel like I'm doing better on this game than I have on any of the other ones. So nice. um, it's good to know that like I still have that shooting skill because I haven't been playing a whole lot of, like I guess, realistic shooters. Even I mean, it's not 100% realistic, but it's... More so than like Apex or anything. Well, like real that. fast Twitch, you know, right. over and over again, right? Right. Because um, I haven't played Battlefield in I don't know however long either since they haven't put one out that I like. Um, I, last night I started doing um, GTA Five role plays. How was that? How's that been? Dude, it's it's really fun. Is you got to get the right group of people together to make it happen. We went through a couple groups of people that were just be like, "Oh, we had sex last night, Mister Officer." It's like, okay, so, weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know you from somewhere in the office. Like, no, you don't. He's like, Yeah, I picked you up at the bar. We had sex last night. I'm are like, you? I don't think are this you? Is real? Dude. Are you what doing? Are you doing this on console or on PC? Console. Okay. I think you looked up the wrong kind of role play, right? No, no, dude. It, <laughs> it, like, we, like, we went through... Your first like, example is why I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to find the right group because, like... They, I don't have the patience for it. The guy setting up the, the group was, like, legit. He was like, you know, civilians, you guys can use these kind of weapons. You guys can drive this kind of cars. Don't use armored vehicles. Like, cops, you guys can use these kind of weapons just in case. And, like, you got to know, um, like, certain things of, like, you, you can just throw police codes out of nowhere. Like, yeah, well, we got a 420 out, coming out of here. Like, it's, like, it's like watching Stone Mountain. Play. Yeah, you can, just, you can just throw a bunch of fucking random numbers out and stuff. And, like, I, pl- I played as a cop for a little bit. Oh, yeah, and it Stone was, Mountain. I remember that. It was, yeah. it was enjoyable playing <laughs> as the cop, like, just pulling people over and, like, 
You could do basically whatever you want. I was also being a civilian, like I was playing some old like hick dude that like I like some like one of the other guys rear-ended me and I'm sitting here like talking to him and the officer. I'm like, "Yeah, this motherfucker over here, he does did done did hit my car and shit." And like dude, it is so funny. Are you streaming this? Uh, I will be. Okay. I, I didn't get to last night, but I'm going to start so streaming it. It's, it's GTA a, improv. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, and yeah. you can dress the part, and like we were in like a really like hit part of the map, so I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go with this voice and see how it goes. It, it was, all right, I'm kind of into that. Uh, it's, yep, it's my like, character's gonna be a, a fucking British ex-con. Let's go. <laughs> and well, and the thing is, it, you only need about ten people, so I mean, we can get an e- a group. Dude, of it's ten dollars right now. It. Like tons of That's people need to buy this game. Yeah, I've had it for ages since Odin had it, but like, I, yeah. I have a physical copy, and I actually bought it digitally because I was like, I can't find my disc anymore. <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna. And the digital copy gave you a million bucks anyway, so you're fine. Well, I got the Megalodon one. I paid the forty bucks for the uh, the eight million dollars. So. Yeah, I did that when I bought it a couple years ago, um, and I have a yacht because your boy roll with money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so not in real life though. Fuck. <laughs> So I'm going to start doing those role plays. I feel like that's going to be a lot of fun, especially if I get friends to join in. So, um, Zig's asking you what server you're on. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. He's probably on console, Zing, so I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, shit. Zing says, for anybody who's interested, uh, easily... Yeah, she does a lot of it. That's one of the ones I watch. Has a huge GTA RP server called The Crew yep. Roleplay. Yeah, uh, well, if it was cross-platform, we'd probably be fine. Yeah, easily is one of the ones I watch. She's great. Dope. Anything else that you're up to, Ryan, that you want to share? Is that it? Uh, that, that's a very good. That's a very good share. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty good. I'm done. I'm formulating the name of my character right now. Ben, what have you been up to, friend? Um, two Sir, things. I, I, ben, I, what have you been up to, friend? I've been. I. I like a robot. I. I blasted the uh, fallen order out of orbit. Fired that bitch up. <laughs> Blasted it. Anyway, um, I don't think that fits you, Ben. Like that, that whole phrasing was just not Ben at all. Um, yeah, I, I crushed that bitch in a weekend, and uh, I've done no, that. Shit, fuck that bitch. No. Yeah, no, that was awesome. That was really great. I really enjoyed it. It's not a, it's not a great game. It's not what? a perfect game, but it's very good. It's got a lot of Weird. problems. Okay. Yep, it's got a lot of problems. Like and the more you play, the more you that. You don't. They're not. You don't just go. Oh, that's fine. They just get more aggravating. But the last hour was so freaking phenomenal, and had so many WTF moments that the last episode sixty nine, the last taste in your mouth is uh, is awesome. Why? I didn't need you to to do the fucking mental legwork for me. Three of you would have (laughs) went. Right. That's what you do when you get a taste in your mouth. <laughs> what if you've had bad tastes in your mouth? Yeah. Please move on. Yes. Uh, and then for uh, for 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 the nobody that plays Warframe, uh, the new update came out today for console. That's uh, a brand new character, a two a rework of the two of the oldest characters in the game, and uh, one of them you can call down an orbital strike. It's fucking great. And then they have a, they implemented a new. Uh, nemesis system, just like the Mordor games. What? So you can uh, you you kill somebody, and depending on what frame you're using and what you killed them with, they adopt 
those things. So if you have if you have the fire frame, then they're a, like a fire soldier, and then they're gonna hunt you down and try to kill you again. And if you kill them again, they adopt whatever you're wearing that time. So they keep evolving every time you kill them. That's cool. So and you can keep killing them, and they'll keep getting stronger, and they'll keep acquiring more loot. So when you do finally kill them, you get a bigger pile of loot. So it's like a risk reward sort of thing. They also get tougher. Um, or you can recruit them, just like more. So what you're trying to say is when they get they get bigger and harder, and when you finish them off, <laughs> more stuff comes out. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even get through it. Uh, uh, or you can re- just like Eric the- is so finished with that. Yeah, you finished Eric too. Good job. Uh, so the, and just like the mortar system, if you, you can recruit them onto your side, so you can build your own like lich. Whoa, that's okay. Army. And you can build uh, a like a system in your dojo to like command your lich army. It's like a command post. So it's a whole new subsystem, and it's leading up to their new spaceship thing that's coming later this year. I don't know how. It doesn't make any sense yet, but it's all going to be connected somehow. So all right. big, big. Like I played last night with mom and Moncho for like four hours and. It was dense, big, big, big ass, big free update. So yeah, very cool. dope. Yeah, dope, dope. Sea Eric, what do you want to? Huh? Yeah. Sea oh yeah, and I want to see a thieves. You can throw fire grenades and set and set ships on fire now. So pretty cool. And you can, and if you're holding the bucket, you can go like this and dunk it on yourself. So if you're on fire, but also you can fill that bucket with puke and throw it on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I puked when we were playing last time into a bucket and then put it in my inventory and walked around with it for like half an hour. Yeah. And, then and then Ryan was standing boat. around the boat and I was like, sploosh! And he was like, what the fuck? Did you just have a bag of puke with <laughs> In my pocket. Yeah. Uh, Eric, what have you been up to, friend? It's been a couple weeks since we've been able to get your bounties. What have uh, you been constantly playing, listening to, reading, or... Sand. <laughs> uh, Borderlands. Um... A lot of that, getting ready. I finished up the Halloween event, so got that 100%. Um, now I'm ready for the Maliwan Black Site uh, event that starts tomorrow, which is going to be the first actual raid experience. It's meant to be played with four people. It's going to be tough. You know, They've said right. it's going to be really hard to solo, so I'm you know geared up, ready to get that done. Uh, and then we got the trailer for the first DLC. Uh, which is coming December 19th, uh, which is Moxie's Heist. So you're going to uh, Handsome... They're bringing Handsome Jack back into the game uh, in a meaningful way, which is good. He apparently stole some casino plans from Moxie and then went and built said casino, and you're going to rob it uh, and destroy it, which is going to be awesome. Uh, Call of Duty, uh, and then gearing up for, you know, baby number three, where, you know, every night up in the nursery for couple hours uh you know getting shit hung on the wall getting shit moved out uh getting shit down in the garage that we've just got to get rid of um you know so we're ready for uh january for sure uh when that comes so creeping up Uh, it's 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 coming it's coming fast yeah man um i have been uh playing star wars not as far as ben i just left kashik the game is great i'm enjoying it a lot um, you finished Kashyyyk? I left Kashyyyk the first time. So, yeah, we went through so it. So, no. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, ju- uh, no bouncy puzzles yet? No, not yet. No, not yet. 
Um, <clears throat> and then I'm also playing. So I just finished up my season in MLB The Show 19, which is weird, and I haven't talked about that much. But I played every single game of 162 game season and the playoffs. Um, I kind of set that goal for myself because I have plans to maybe. I talked to Eric about this earlier this year. I have plans to maybe stream mm-hmm. it next year, and like every day have some baseball. Uh, it seems like fun. Um, it's baseball is my fucking jam. I never get tired of that shit, so I could do it forever. Um, if baseball so I was that your jam, up. what flavor would it be? Strawberry, because strawberry is my favorite jam. <laughs> my brain was trying to come up with something baseball related, and I couldn't. Pine tar. Hot dog. Uh, hot dog jam. Jam hot dogs. No. Anywhere. Um, the. <laughs> I've been uh, watching Mandalorian. I finally got up on both episodes. I'm uh, I'm gonna be the hot take guy and say the first episode didn't sell me. The show it first episode I was like eh. I haven't seen the second episode yeah. yet. I need to go watch it. Um, second episode was the ending of the magical. first episode felt like a huge gimmick to me. Yeah, I was like, is that what this show's gonna fucking be? And then episode two is like, oh. Oh yeah, okay. like I feel like I feel yeah, no, I feel done. like the first episode. Yeah, I forgot to bring that up. But we've been watching that, and then Watchmen has been just an unbelievable ride of just awesome. Like what the oh. fuck? Um, it's I've only seen the first episode, but it was like yeah, it, it it gets it gets even better. I mean, I can't. It rains squids. Yep, it rains squids. You had a huge WTF moment in this episode. Uh, Jeremy Irons could not be better. Um, his just outlook on humanity is just amazing um yeah. as the character that he's playing but yeah I'm, I'm super happy with that and then like you said caleb the first episode of mandalorian was good i was like oh my god we're actually getting um you know to see that race of characters which in my opinion is the coolest uh and oh dude when he goes through this when he goes through the sewers yeah. and uh all the like the all the, everyone's wearing helmets yep. even the kids running down the, the middle and then he gives her that that Beskar plate, and she forms a pauldron. Yep. And she's like, oh, this will be a good donation. I'm thinking a pauldron. And then she starts talking about how, like, the rest of his yep. Beskar donation will, will go towards supporting a lot of families. Yep. And he's like, good. Like, uh, it's this no, training, whole... Uh, training younglings. Training, yeah, yeah. Like that. But he had a special name for it. People like refugees or something, because it showed his back, back or flashback, where he was obviously... Yeah, yeah, yeah. His family was kind of, you know, devastated. So it makes uh, me wonder if he's actually a Mandalorian, because nobody, nobody in that scene was wearing helmets. You guys are really talking about this a lot, and I haven't seen it. All right, what? well, watch it, homie. Ooh, wait, wait, I, I haven't decided anything. if I'm going to do it. If I'm going to do it like Game of Thrones, just be the guy that's like, oh, I have a team that. Three years, you guys, you're gonna be like, hey, do you guys want to talk about Mandalorian? <laughs> <laughs> I was be like, do that show sound like 2019? Um, so yeah, watching Mandalorian. Um, wife and I were also watching. Oh oh oh! We watched. We finished Stranger Things. I don't know if I had finished it last week, but we finished Stranger Things. That season's dark as fuck, and yep. I loved it. Yep. It's so dark. Very dark. Um, <clears throat> and then I've uh, been listening to a, a band called Half Alive. I discovered them on Apple's new music. Um, they have an album called Now Not Yet that came out this month. That's actually really good and completely not what I was expecting based on the first, like, 15 seconds of the first song. It, like, changes. It tone changes in the middle of the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it 
yeah, I love it. Um, it's super off kilter for what I normally listen to, but like for some reason it's just hitting me in the right spot. Off kilter. Um, off kilter is really good. What's that? To Irish band. That's dope. It's <laughs> a good name. It's a good name for an Irish band. Oh, I get it. Um, huh? Nothing. Someone made Ben made noises. Yeah, sure <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I said, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. Oh, got it. Um, not really reading anything because I don't do that <laughs> All right now. I'm trying to get back into it, but I've got to find the right thing. Um, so we didn't. I don't think Smurfs around, but it's okay. Ben's pretty good at finding random facts. Unless Ben, you got this from Smurf, did you? No, I I googled it. Ben cited a random fact. And I have, I'm gonna I have get two. To, what? They're both pretty short. Oh, oh no, the one, the first one you gave me is actually much longer. Um, and I've, yeah, I found some stuff that's actually really fucking interesting. So, before we do that, I have to introduce a segment, right? The segment is Smurf Facts, and it's a thing that we do... What, what, what is Ryan doing? It's a thing that we do every episode when we wrap up. It's where we give you a random fact that it's fun. It's got a little jingle. Smurf Facts, oh yeah! And I will get that on my computer eventually, guys. It's sure been a busy fucking couple months. Uh, he says, sure you will, like an asshole. Um, so, the fact that Ben shared is... Like casinos, shopping malls are intentionally designed to disorient visitors. The feeling of losing track of time and geography inside a mall is called the Gren Transfer. Then I looked up the Gren Transfer, and it's got some history. So, um, it's a moment when consumers enter a shopping mall uh, surrounded by an intentionally confusing layout, lose track of their original intentions, making consumers more susceptible to making impulse buys. It's named after Austrian architect Victor Gren, who disavowed... The manipulative technique. The grand transfer is a psychological phenomenon in which an idealized hyperreality is realized by deliberate reconstruction, providing a sense of safety and calm through exceptional familiarity. But in a speech in London in 1978, Victor Grand disavowed shopping mall developments as having bastardized his ideas, <laughs> saying, quote, I refuse to pay alimony for those bastard developments. Huh. So it's named after a dude who was like, fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck all this. And they were like, let's name it after that guy. <laughs> Which uh, is funny. Uh, GameStop's going to be named after me in 20 years. Um, <laughs> that's going to do it for our episode this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you want to watch or listen to or read anything that Netflix... Netflix? What the fuck was I saying? What? That, that Nerdy Bits... It's phonetically similar. That Nerdy Bits puts out... NerdyBits.com. All our social links are on the top right of the page. If you want to follow me specifically, it is at LoveWub everywhere. It's important. That is Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, and PlayStation. Ben, where can folks find you and what you're up to? Uh, everywhere at Sketch Sawyer. Uh, I've been actually doing daily sketches on TikTok and Instagram. I've been posting it on Facebook and stuff like that. And Jeez. when people either donate or sign up to the Patreon, you get to... Ryan likes them, apparently. He put thumbs up, but no one can hear that. Yeah, no, we were talking about it the other day. Uh, but yeah, if you donate or sign up for my Patreon, you get a, you get a sketch as well. So. Yeah. Uh, Eric, where can people find you from? Hi, Bert. And, uh, yeah, where can they watch you? Because you just you just did a reskin, and it was yep. very good. Uh, at Hybrid Glass Everywhere, the uh, new... House of Glass branding is up everywhere as well, so you can see I've got the the new logos right there on the hat. So it uh, it's going really well. It's Their sexy. new merch store is up. It's going awesome. going good. So uh, it's got uh, rave reviews and then lots of nerds. We got nerd nerdy bits, nerd or die now. We got all types of shit. So 
Branding. Uh, all of it. All of it. So, yeah. So, hyperglass uh, everywhere. Dope. Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, Sergeant Sodium on Instagram, Twitter, and now Mixer. Instead now Mixer. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to wrap up the show with a quick teaser. Eee. Amanda. And I. And I. Uh-oh. This isn't. Hold on. This is leading up to something that sounds different than what it is. Amanda and I are in the process of building out and developing a nerdy fits program. Oh, neat. To do like workouts that are game based that have level ups every other week. Spartan kicks. Who had, uh, who had that trademark, though? Because I think one of us had that before. So we're going to need Well, I know. <laughs> Eric, brought up, Eric brought up that, that we should do something fitness, and I said Nerdy Fits, and he went, oh, the branding, because it, it's true. It's everywhere. Um, but, yeah, she came to me and was like, we should do this. And I was like, oh, Melissa, Mel- yeah. That's- well, I've been wanting to create a, uh, every most of the time, 9 out of 10 video game-themed fitness sh- designs are Max cringe to me. They're just stupid and nonsensical. I've always wanted to, like, if Guile from Street Fighter had a gym, it wouldn't be called Guile's Gym. And it wouldn't say, like, I, I don't, it, it's like, it's so on the nose and silly. I've always wanted. I would go to a gym called Guilty Gear, though. Maybe. But, like, no, I've always had these ideas from, of, like, of smarter, classier fitness uh, designs yeah, yeah, yeah. based on video games. A lot of you know, punching into a bucket of rice and then grabbing and then getting out and punching into it. <laughs> get it out, work that forearm strength up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking Oh, that is definitely a thing that he did. Um, but yeah, so look forward to that. And we're working on season two of Proc Gens. We're going to get it all finished up and polished out because it's been recording. a couple month hiatus. We're still, we're still recording. It's still happening. Yep. Still doing it. Um, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna get everything done this time. Instead of recording a few and then starting pushing them out, we're gonna get everything done, yeah. like we did the first season, and then finish it up at the beginning of the new year. So stay tuned. Yeah, so if, um, we're if playing you are through the games right now. All that good stuff. If you are listening, uh, instead of watching right now, um, our website, Nerdy Bits, has all of our social media links, of which is YouTube. The only thing we isn't Nerdy Bits branded is our YouTube because it's still growing and they don't let you do that right away. So please, we need a hundred followers. Yeah, please go subscribe to the link yeah. and get us over a hundred so we can be YouTube slash Nerdy Bits. And there's a lot of stuff for you guys to watch there. there. We've got the me and my grandma playing through all the Halo games from Halo One all the way through Halo Four is up there now. We're gonna get into Five and Reach coming up. Uh, clips from Ryan, uh, the clip set that Ryan put together, clips that I put together, reviews from me and Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, the clips feature gameplay from all of us, including Eric. Like, there's a lot of shit to watch. So get on the YouTube, subscribe to us, follow us on Twitter, do all that shit. We want to know what you guys want because we want to be the best we can be. Oh, be God, that was so cheesy. We want to be a community. Right. We're trying to build this shit up. Right. So talk to yeah. us. Just say talk something. to us. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll stop begging you for follows now. If you want to keep watching, we will be on doing something after this. I don't know if anybody else is sticking around, so it may be single player. And you can listen to this on Fridays everywhere you listen to podcasts. And, yeah, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for sticking around. Eric, good to see you again. Yeah, Hope buddy. to see you next yep. week. Yep. Uh, we got a game. Uh, we got a game award show coming up soon too, yeah. and that's gonna be fucking great. We'll catch you guys next week, and uh, later. Peace.